Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. When we read the Bible, we will be more prepared for the things to come. So much fear can come from the unknown. God has given us His Word so that we're able to determine the truth from the lies and build our lives on Him. In today's message, Pastor J.D. will be sharing about focusing on what the Bible teaches us. Now don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you could become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 16th, 2023. What are people not talking about? No one's talking about the world being on the cusp of its prophesied end, swiftly careening into exactly what Bible prophecy tells us will happen. Why are they not talking about it? Because they're too busy talking about all this stuff. One need look no further than to the numerous and voluminous red flags that pop up seemingly on an hourly basis. Not even daily anymore, it's almost hourly. At least in my world it is. And the common denominator with all these red flags is that they comport one with the other and spell out the plan to be carried out. By that I mean it's pre-planned exactly as God's Word prophesies, which explains how they forknew this, being that they pre-planned this. Listen to this quote from the author of Brave New World, Aldous Huxley, quote, There will be in the next generation or so a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing dictatorship without tears, so to speak. Producing a kind of painless concentration camp for entire societies. Think 15-minute cities. So the people will in fact have their liberties taken away from them. You will own nothing and be happy. But will rather enjoy it. I'm I'm happy. Why? Still quoting, because they will be distracted. Distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing or brainwashing, listen very carefully, brainwashing enhanced by pharmacological methods. And this seems to be the final revolution. Whoa, how did he know? 
Come on, you already know the answer to how did he know? For those wondering how someone like this could possibly know something about this decades before this, it's because they're part of this. Let me explain. Because Satan has but a short time knowing the prophetic endgame, he must possess his agents to do his bidding. And this is why he commenced with the carrying out of his evil plan decades ago, knowing that the end of time was fast approaching. Would to God that Christians would know that they have but a short time. Fast forward to the present and the following posts, which prove beyond any reasonable doubt that said end game is not near, said end game is here. Consider this report from the Jerusalem Post out of Israel, just this last Thursday, April 13th, titled, New COVID variant XBB116 under WHO observation as cases spike. Oh no, deja vu all over again. (laughs) So this speaks to what I mentioned prior concerning whether the current security and political crisis in Israel is something to be distracted from or something to be distracted by. The answer to this is that articles like this seem to indicate that it's basically both. It's important to note that Israel is the epicenter in virtually every prophetic arena, especially given the fact that Netanyahu made a deal with the devil when he sold the Jews' DNA to Pfizer. Speaking of Israel and Pfizer, This last week an online member emailed us this patent that was granted several months ago titled Methods and Systems of Prioritizing Treatments, Vaccination, Testing, and or Activities While Protecting the Privacy of Individuals. Yeah, right. Here's a brief quote from the abstract. The system comprises a plurality of electronic devices comprising instructions to generate an ID and when in proximity of another such electronic device, one or both electronic devices transmit, receive the ID to from the other electronic device, then, listen, a score, score is generated based on a plurality of such received IDs. Now listen very carefully to this quote under the heading of description of specific embodiments of the invention. Quote, vaccination optionally (laughs) verified using the software to identify the person being vaccinated. In other words, this patent will use current technology to track, trace, and score individuals who are verified as having complied with vaccination verification. Did you get that? We've talked about that, and it gets worse. 
this digital ID score that's been generated and created for each individual will comprise, to use their word, of no less than two scores. A carbon credit score, CCS, and a social credit score, SCS. Then this scoring will be part of a digital payment system according to this press release on March 15th from the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System. The Federal Reserve is neither federal nor is it a reserve. The press release is about what's known as FedNow, FedNow, which the Federal Reserve is now formally announcing the launch date of July 1st, approximately 10 weeks from today. Now what's interesting about this is how cryptic, pun intended, it is. By cryptic I mean the wording is crafted in such a way that one would be hard pressed to make the connection of this FedNow digital payment system with CBDCs. Stay with me. So much so that I did a word search and it revealed the conspicuous absence of words such as digital, blockchain, or even CBDC. Even more interesting are these quotes from Kent Montgomery, the FedNow program executive. Quote, we couldn't be more excited about the forthcoming FedNow launch, which will enable every participating financial institution from the smallest to the greatest, hang on to that, to offer a modern instant payment solution. With the launch drawing near, we urge financial institutions and their industry partners to move full steam ahead with preparations to join the FedNow service. Does this sound eerily similar to the well-known prophecy in Revelation 13, 16, and 17? Can I just quickly read just those two verses? He also forced everyone small and great. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. One more thing on this, and it's a report that I didn't have time to vet about the IMF, International Monetary Fund, moving (laughs) full steam ahead by having just unveiled a new global currency called a universal monetary unit. One of these unvetted reports had the headline of IMF is creating a CBDC handbook for central bank government rollouts. I need to say this, and maybe this is for someone, more than one here or watching online, who is a little concerned and understandably so about, well, wait a minute, are you saying that July 1st, my cash is going to be worthless. I'm not saying that. Is that possible? It certainly is. Is it probable? We'll find out, or not. (laughs) You didn't get that, that's all right. (laughs) I try so hard sometimes. (laughs) 
here's what I want to say. And I, you're, you're looking at a guy who was a, a student of one Larry Burkett, the founder of Christian Financial Concepts, who's with the Lord now. God used him mightily in my life in this arena, the arena of the financial. And some of the things that I'm learning and have learned and am still learning is that I'm the steward of everything, but God is the owner of it. It's His money. Why is that important? Because if I'm honoring the Lord with my wealth and the first fruits of my income, I have promises in place. Uh, one of those promises is, as a child of God, I will never be begging bread. If this is an issue for you, and I get it if it is, I really want to encourage you to spend some time in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, where Jesus really provides the cure for worry and anxiety when it comes to worldly wealth. You lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy. You don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's sufficient, or the worries therein. In other words, don't borrow tomorrow today and worry about it. Tomorrow will be there when you get there. Some of you are looking at me like, I wish you didn't say that part. I was good with the first part of that. No, uh, here's, I I love this. I heard someone say, just bear with me, I'm almost done, believe it or not. Today is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. I'll give you a moment on that. Think about that. Here we're worried about what might happen tomorrow. And the Lord's saying, don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. Yeah, but I might wake up in the morning and find out that my balance is zero. It's been indexed and converted to this digital currency. And now, I mean, I started off having nothing. Now I really have nothing. And I'm not too happy about having nothing either. So what am I going to do? Oh, wow, you might have to trust me. Again, I'll speak for myself. This is the kind of conversations I have with the Lord. Don't think for a second that the Lord doesn't know. I mean, it's His money after all. It would be okay to pray, Lord, it's your money. And you see what they're going to do with your money? No, I got it. I allowed it. I know what I'm doing. You don't know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Just trust me. I'm going to have to, it looks like. I know, what a terrible thing. You're going to have to trust the Lord. Let me just say lastly, He will provide. Yeah, but I mean, this is really real. I know. (laughs) Now there are certain things we can do just practically. Did you know that Jesus spoke more about money than He did heaven and hell combined? Did you know that? I just jammed some gears on that one. I probably shouldn't have. All right. In other words, please be encouraged. God will provide. Just have a loose grip on the treasures here on earth where moth and rust destroy and government comes in and converts to (laughs) digital currency that's predicated on the car you drive and the meat you eat. I'm opening up a whole can of worms here, aren't I? So, okay, let's wrap it up. 
Thank you for your grace and your patience. Now, if true, this rollout, this you know July 1st launch date, and at this juncture, I have no reason to believe it's not, then it seems to fit with the evil plan of COVID-19 being created for the so-called vaccine. And the so-called vaccine being created for the biodigital ID. And the biodigital ID being created for the cashless global digital economy. Then, in the end, and it is the end, All of the above will ultimately lead to forcing compliance in concert with fulfilling prophecy, all of which all are being distracted from. One more thing, and it's yet further evidence of this moving full steam ahead, specifically towards the above-mentioned carbon credit scores. This is very real, by the way. It's from Fox News on Thursday, April 6th, titled, J.P. Morgan CEO suggests government seize private property to quicken climate initiatives. Again, this ends well, but let me just get it out of the way. They will suspend your account. They will seize your property. They will seize your cash. They will seize your bank accounts. I'm going to stop right there because you're giving me that look again. All right. Like Martha being distracted by everything, in order to, like Mary, be distracted from the one thing, this is the demonic distraction from the last thing. What's the last thing? The prophesied end of the age which is upon us today in this, the very last day of human history as we know it. And today is the day of salvation. I implore you, today make the most important decision of your life for eternal life, because that day is at hand. We're so close. This is why we end with the gospel and the simple childlike explanation by way of the ABCs of salvation. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner. And when you do, then you'll recognize your need for the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there's no one righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, the death penalty, the sentencing phase, if you will, because we're all guilty, and now we're going to be sentenced. And it's the death sentence, for the wages of sin is death. But... The good news, the gospel is the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord because He died for you instead of you when He came and was crucified and buried and rose again on the third day. And the gospel, the good news, He's coming back again one day. The B, very central. In fact, it 
could be said that it's even simpler than ABC. It's as simple as be. Believe. Just believe. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever would believe would not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will, (laughs) will be saved. And then what comes as a natural progression and expression of believing in your heart is just calling out and upon the Lord. And that's the C. Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved, and here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans ten thirteen, lastly, seals the deal. <laughs> All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Oh, call upon him today. Let me close with today's But God testimony. It comes from Phil Bopp who writes, Dear JD, this week marks my one year anniversary of being saved. I wish I could tell you that I'm 12 or 22, but no, I am 52 years old. In your prophecy update two weeks ago, you spoke of hard-headed people. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Looking back on my life, it seems that I could be the poster child for such people. Actually, you can't. I'm the poster child. You can be a poster child, but I'm the poster child for being hard-headed. He goes on, I grew up in a Christian household, but I never really had a relationship with God and never went to church voluntarily. I was an excellent student in the sciences where I was taught all the lies of evolution, geology, and other such ilk. I believed the hard science, which pushed me away from creation, and my own appetite for sin pushed me away from God. My wife, Carol, was saved three years ago. She has been listening to Christian programs, always playing in the background of our home. It was impossible for me not to hear the passionate pleadings from the pulpit-pounding Palestinian pastor. (laughs) That would be me. Each week the ABCs of salvation were driven home. Each week my eyes opened further. (laughs) I could see that the road I was on was ever narrowing and becoming darker. I had to make a U-turn in my life. A year ago this week I finally died unto myself. With all of my heart and soul I accepted Christ into my life. All praise to God, but thanks to my wife Carol and to my mom for continually praying for my salvation. And thanks to you, J.D., for hammering the message home each week. You've been listening to a Prophecy Update with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, 
take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown, but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of His people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's Word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor J.D. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? We'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdfarag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is jdfarag.org. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in and how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.